0: You are listening to episode five of the Level Up Your Wedding Film Business Podcast, and today we are going to be talking about the five things that you should be doing right now during the off-season to keep moving forward in your wedding film business. I am your host, Taylor Petridovich, and at the core of the show, I want you to feel inspired to take your business to the next level, and I want to give you the tools and practical advice to help you along the way. Let's level up together. Right now, it's January. And where I live, there are not a lot of weddings happening during this time of year. So what I like to do is to accomplish a whole list of things that I've been putting off all year that will ultimately help me in my business. And today, I'm going to be sharing those things with you. Since the wedding industry is pretty seasonal, there are naturally busy times and slow times. I really love taking some time to relax and decompress before weddings start back up again. But I found that if I take too long of a break and shut my mind down into hibernation mode for too long, I tend to lose the momentum that I had during the summer and the fall. It's one of those things that happens without fail. I'm going to get science-y here for a second, because this isn't just a thing that I notice in myself. It's actually a law that's found everywhere in nature, and it's called Newton's Law of Motion. Basically, that law just says that objects in motion will stay in motion, and objects at rest will stay at rest. So it totally makes sense why once we sort of mentally check out during the off-season, it's easy to stay in that mindset. So to keep myself in motion, so to speak, I like to create a list of things that I can do during the off-season that will help me continue pushing forward in my business. This helps my momentum going, and it helps me stay motivated and pumped up for the wedding season that's coming up. And if you're anything like me, I think that these things are going to help you too. Every single one of these things will help me progress in my business. They might not give me immediate results, but they will definitely help in the long run. So we're just going to jump right in with the episode because there are five things that we are going to be talking about today. The first thing that you should do is update your portfolio. When I say portfolio, I am talking about all the films that you have listed on your website. They might be under a tab called portfolio, wedding films, or something similar to that or they might be the ones that you have embedded on your homepage. Ideally, your portfolio will only include films that will help you attract more of the type of films that you want to create. So go through your portfolio and remove any films that don't reflect that. If you don't want to be shooting weddings at a certain venue anymore, then remove the films from that venue. If you don't want to be shooting, let's say, country weddings anymore for whatever reason, remove the films with that vibe. You get the idea. You get more of what you are putting out. So make sure your portfolio is intentionally curated to fit your needs and your goals. Ideally, you should have somewhere between six to 10 films in your portfolio. You don't need to have 30 films on your website. Having that many films is actually a bad strategy. Your portfolio should be intentionally curated to fit your brand and your clients. Next, make sure you upload or embed each film that you did this past year that does fit your brand and your ideal client, and that will attract more of those kinds of weddings. In the hustle and bustle of busy season, sometimes we forget to show off our best work, so make sure you take a few minutes to add the films that will serve you to your portfolio. And if you don't have six different films that fit your brand and the direction you want to be going in this year, take the opportunity of all this downtime to do a styled shoot that you can use in your portfolio. Either find a photographer or a coordinator who's already planning on doing a styled shoot and ask if you can join. But if you can't find any styled shoots to participate in, just grab a few of the basic necessities. A couple, a dress, and some flowers, and do a styled shoot all on your own. Just drive to a pretty spot and spend a few hours creating a beautiful one-minute video showing off your skill and your style. The next thing that you should be doing during the off-season is goal setting. I'm not going to go into a ton of detail here because episode four was all about goal setting, but I will touch on it for a second because I think it's important. You should set goals in four major areas of your business. Revenue, growth, systems, and community. Without revenue, being a wedding videographer will not be a sustainable career. So make sure you know how much you need to make to live your normal life and figure out how many weddings you need to book this year to accomplish that goal. The next goal is growth. You should set goals in two areas of growth, growth in the quality of your films and growth in your branding. So pick one thing that you want to accomplish this year that will help the quality of your films improve and pick one thing you want to do to make your branding better. Whether that's getting a new logo, doing a branding photo shoot so you can have some new headshots to use on your website, whatever it is, pick something that will elevate your branding. The next goal that you want to set for yourself is in the systems category. These systems are going to help your business run efficiently. You know your business better than I do, so chances are you know where you need help here. Whether it's finding a new way to organize your raw footage, or finally investing in a CRM like HoneyBook, 17 Hats, or Dubsado, Pick one system that you want to improve in 2020. Finally, the last goal has to do with building a community. Having a community has helped me in so many ways. It inspires me, it motivates me to get better, and it gives me a group of like-minded people to bounce ideas off of. Having friends, even if they're just internet friends, is an awesome thing. Having people who understand what it is you do for a living really feels good, and everyone should experience that because this business can be lonely work. So set a goal for yourself that will help you build a community of other wedding videographers or wedding professionals around yourself. The third thing you should do during the off season is do whatever you need to do to make your gear exactly what you need heading into this wedding season. Whether that means selling your old gear that's been sitting in your closet for a year, learning how to use gear properly, practicing new techniques, or becoming legally qualified to use that gear, I'm looking at you, you non-licensed drone operators, go get your Part 107 certification. Like, now. It's not that hard, I promise. You know where you stand with your gear. So just take this time to learn, practice, buy the new gear that you need, sell your old gear, or have your gear cleaned and serviced. Just make sure that you have what you need going into that first wedding of the year. The fourth thing that you should be doing during the off-season is building vendor relationships. Vendor relationships are going to take you a lot farther than you probably think. The wedding industry is all about people. We are in the business of serving people our clients, alongside other people, our fellow vendors. Building relationships with those vendors is going to do several things for you. First, it's going to make your weddings much more enjoyable. When you're working alongside your friends, it's so much easier to have a good time than when you're always working with strangers. Secondly, those relationships will make your wedding day run smoother. When you're already comfortable with somebody, it's a lot easier to ask them for what you need and to be honest with them on the day of the wedding. If, let's say, the florist is in your shot while you're trying to shoot the ceremony area, but you don't know them, you might just stand there and wait for them to move on their own so that you don't seem rude. But if you already have a bit of a relationship with them, you might be able to joke around with them and ask them to move out of the way so you can get your shot. Finally, having relationships with other vendors can, and probably will, lead to referrals. The number one way I book clients is through Instagram, but the number two way I book clients is directly from referrals from other vendors. It's mostly photographers, coordinators, and other videographers. Yep, you should build relationships with other local videographers too. They will refer you when they are not available for a wedding. So building relationships with key people and being just an awesome person to work with will help lead to referrals in the future. Ways that you can build relationships with these vendors during the off-season include just asking them out for a cup of coffee. You can go to Starbucks, buy them a $3 cup of coffee, and just chat for 30 minutes. Or you can engage with them on social media. Start replying to their stories, commenting on their posts, and just being a friendly person. Just reach out to them and start building that relationship. The fifth and final thing to do during the off-season is to invest in education. No matter what level you're at, If you're brand new or if you've been doing this for eight years, there is always room for growth and improvement. The industry is always growing and changing and there are so many facets to running a business like this as well. Whether you want to learn new skills for shooting and editing or different ways to market your business, there's probably some sort of educational platform out there that you can invest in to grow in that area. So attend a workshop or just buy an online course. But if that's not in the budget, just watch some videos on YouTube. There's so much content out there at our disposal that will help us get better. You just have to be willing to go out and find it. Just commit to learning something new and invest in yourself as a filmmaker, because that will pay off in the long run. The more you learn, the better you'll get in each area of your business, and that will help you continue to push forward. So to summarize really quick, here are five things that you should be doing right now during the off season. The first one is update your portfolio. Remove all videos that no longer serve you and add in the films that will help attract your ideal client. Number two, set some goals for yourself for this year. If you haven't already listened to episode four, go back and listen to that one because it's all about goal setting. Number three, get your gear situated. Buy whatever gear you need, practice using it, and sell that gear that you don't need anymore or become legally qualified to use your gear and go get that part 107 certification. Number four is build vendor relationships. Having relationships with the vendors in your area and your market is going to help you on a wedding day and it can also lead to referrals, so don't ignore them. And finally, number five is invest in education and that goes without saying. So there you have it. Those are the five things that you should be doing during the off season to keep your head in the game and to keep that momentum going. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I'd love to connect with you. I created a brand new Instagram page dedicated to this podcast and I'd love to connect with you on there. You can find me at The Level Up Co. Please subscribe to the podcast so that you never miss another episode. Going forward, I'm going to be posting new episodes every Monday and Thursday. And if you wanna be super, super nice and help me out, please rate and review this podcast wherever you're listening. My goal is to help as many filmmakers as possible and leaving a review helps other wedding filmmakers find the podcast. So thank you for listening and I will see you guys next time.